Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Stream Queens podcast, where we review horror films and horror-adjacent films that you can stream on the internet. I'm your host, Rachel, and joining me today is the cruel but hilarious hand of fate, Mars! Hello! Hey, how are you doing? I feel like I haven't talked to you in forever, and I'm obsessed with you, and I miss you. I know. It's been a minute. I got sick two weeks ago, and that's why we had to postpone again. But it was not. Oh, see, I feel like if we have COVID, we should be able to trade in the flu. Like, we shouldn't get the flu anymore. Yeah, right. Like, one or the other. One or the other. I know. And then someone in my office got COVID. Like, they tested positive on Monday or Tuesday or something. And I was like, again? Is this going to happen again? Where we're just going to have an in-office outbreak? So I took another COVID test because it was like, uh, fuck. Uh, how are you feeling today? I know you said your energy was a little low. Do you feel like you're like maybe succumbing? That's been like the struggle since COVID first erupted was that I constantly feel a level yeah. of COVID-like symptoms, but it's only because of like allergies and anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. stress and things so I'm always kind of like technically and I didn't the the time I got COVID I didn't lose my sense of taste or smell so I can't even rely right. on like uh oh can't taste because like I could taste and smell things the whole time last time so but no so mm. far still COVID free so all right okay okay well I'm sending good healthy vibes your way like uh like like echinacea in vibe form is headed your way um are you drinking tonight are you having a, a, an adult beverage I am. I have a I have a surge sitting next to me and a little bit of energy drink because uh yeah. I have no energy. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm gonna see if I can fake my way through it into an energy level that's acceptable. <laughs> right now I'm like on a sober train, but I'm wondering, do I need a cocky? Maybe. I think Maybe. so. Especially uh, if they're gonna call it a cocky. <laughs> really, I know. I just admitted I'm sober. I probably like I should have lied if I was gonna say some <laughs> dumb shit. So I had cover. Well, I mean, I feel like I'm setting the tone for tonight. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? All right. But you know what? We're not alone. That's right. There are somebody else in the room creeping, creeping and listening and ready to chime in. And that is our very like pod fam. We love you know them. You love them. It's Larry and Justin from the Here's Johnny podcast. Hello. How could How- dare you say cock? And before you introduce <laughs> us, so I, I did heard silent. you giggle. I heard you giggle. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I'm very proud of myself. I did not chime in at that point in time and say something. So I'm giving I myself know. a small, Gross. small pat on the back. I'm proud Gross. of you. Too. Oh, thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah. How about you, Earl? Would you like to talk about cock? <laughs> no, but but there are there are three things. Uh, oh, but I'm absolutely go. positive. Here we go. First, Edward was a vampire. Cool. Second, there was a part of him, and I don't, I didn't know how potent that part might be, mm. that thirsted for my blood. And third, I was unconditionally and irrevocably in love with him. Awesome. So today we're going to be reviewing the film Final Destination, which is a movie that we've been talking about reviewing for so long. Um, Marzi. Tell, tell me how this came about. How do we end up deciding to cover the final destination? It was my turn. <laughs> I you did, feel like mommy and daddy are fighting. <laughs> I did Saw and I did Hellraiser and I did Scream. You did. It was my turn to pick. <laughs> and I liked you did! the final destination movie so much. So it was time. All right. I'm excited. After Hellraiser, so- I really feel I earned 
That's the privilege. I don't know what you're referring to. (laughs) (laughs) I'm super excited about it too. Although I have to say, I we'll get into it, but I had a lot of anxiety watching this movie, and I'm like, how many of these are there again? Yeah, how many heart attacks am I gonna have? (laughs) I mean, part of it also similar with the saw, even though that one ended up kind of a bite biting me in the in the butt on that one but part of it is also that i know you've only seen the first one and like yeah when it came out yeah so i'm a little bit excited to give you like a fresh new set of anxieties that you just get to live with day to, day in and day out yeah for sure how about you larry and justin how are you feeling about stepping into a whole new franchise it's not hellraiser so i'm excited <laughs> <laughs> I've, fair, I, fair. I've seen all these i i like them the first two i i really enjoy uh as they go on, they come become more and more just like violence or gore for gore's yeah, sake. I would say to a point, I, I think, uh, I mean, not to future spoil, but I, I feel like the last entry we got wasn't the worst. No, it wasn't. Like, they never go as, they don't even come close to how bad some of the saws and some of the Hellraisers get. Oh, that, that kind of raises an interesting question that like, what is the most consistently good franchise of all the franchises right like oh, they Friday all have 13. highs and <laughs> come on now they all have highs and lows and i think Nightmare we all agree hellraiser has the high I, I would say the hellraiser is like the one with the biggest spread between the yes. best and the worst yes <laughs> right so i guess and then some people would argue that it's scream i i have up in the past bad. yeah but i mean can it's it's bad but it's better than like the worst chapters in some other franchises, right? Well, I, I kind of agree with what Larry said. And by the way, sorry, sorry, everybody listening. I, I am sick. I think it might be Nightmare on Elm Street because even the bad ones are, they kind of lean into it. Yeah. To me, there's really only one bad one. And it's the remake. The other ones all just like. Mm. Mm, Do the remakes remake, count? Because if so, that does kind of throw it off. But because like I, I know a lot of people don't like Jason Goes to Hell, but that's like one of my favorite. Is that the next one we're doing, Justin? I think so. My Maybe favorite is... Friday is the remake. Friday. I love the remake. Right. Yeah. 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 I know that that's the one with uh, one of the Winchester brothers in it, right? Yes. Yeah, uh, that's Dean. right. Yeah. He is in it. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam, right. Sam, not Dean. But. Sorry, 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 Sam Winchester. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know. I think maybe something we should consider at the end of this is like, where do we... Watching I... Supernatural? Okay, you didn't do that. <laughs> are there vampires? We, we, we will not hear you talk. Uh, we'll just hear like... You're kidding me, right? Are there vampires? You're, you're kidding vampires. me, right, Larry? I've only seen like a couple episodes of Supernatural. Should, really? I, I yeah. really think that like skip season, uh, watch the first three episodes of season one and then the last four because it the first you, you need the se- like mythology episodes, but like yeah, there's a lot of the what first season, are, yeah, the first season was they kind of tried to do like a monster of the week, oh, but okay. not great. Um, but uh, season two they kind of did that, but actually like you know did some story with it as well, and it's actually I think you would enjoy that show. For all the Season garbage you watch, five. I really think you would enjoy that show. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, I don't, I don't mean that in a bad way. I just don't know how else to say it. You just don't power. mean it in a good way. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't say I meant it in a good way. I just didn't mean it in a bad way. <laughs> I have a refined palate. Mm. Mm. <laughs> refined. Mm. Mm. So, so yeah, I think that's something we should definitely revisit. Uh, at the end of this but i'm i'm excited about it i'm excited it was fun to see like 
the fetus of Devon Sawa, which was yes. like simultaneously like, oh my God, he's so adorable. Oh my God, I'm so fucking old. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just like turned, like I, I withered away watching him, like him and seeing like, you know, a few other people that are grown ass adults now. And I'm remembering like where I was when I saw this movie. <laughs> oh God. Have um, you guys seen the Devon Sawa movie, Idle Hands? I love yeah. that movie. I saw it when it first came out. Could not tell you a single thing about it. Uh, no, I'm not gonna. Yeah, if I've you if you want to feel old, watch that because it has uh, Seth Green. Red, Seth Green, thank you, as Jessica Alba in it. Seth Green is my boyfriend. I'm just putting it out there right now. And it's just like that's a time capsule movie. You know, yeah. can I, uh, Larry? I'm surprised you like that movie because there is a very long, uncomfortable scene of a. Uh, bodiless hand groping a woman's chest. Oh, I no. don't remember that. I don't oh, remember that at all. No, Larry's gonna watch it and be like, "This is romantic." <laughs> <laughs> Edward in the movie is very no. different than Edward. So in the anyway, book. anyway, we're <laughs> you moving brought on. It up. You engaged. No. Nope, you're right. <laughs> Mistakes were made. Moving forward, not doing this. I wonder if this is going to be, people are going to think, here's the thing. This is what's so fucked up is people are going to think I'm being so mean to you because they're not going to hear the pre-show and all the torturing that was going on in during the pre-show. I don't know what you're talking about. Right. Ariel, you know what? Ariel, Ariel, this is okay. This is where you cut back in. I want you to splice in some of the pre-show right now. Add some of the torment from the pre-show. I just want to know if we're Team Edward or Team Jacob. That's it. In Mars, I started reading or listening to the audiobooks of Twilight because I only listen to audiobooks of books I've already read, and I went through like most of my staples. And I have only have one more left, and I wanted to watch the movies too. Cool. So I watched the first uh- Twilight movie. And it's not bad. It was not bad. It's cringy, but it's like Larry, a good time. Larry, this is not a winning argument for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying I would watch Twilight over Tammy and the T-Rex every day of the week. Whoa, That's that. an embarrassing opinion. <laughs> you should probably not share that. <laughs> That's wild, Larry. <laughs> Don't feed the troll. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! What? What? I I think more people would agree with me than you. I think more people would want to watch the okay. t- first Twilight movie than Tammy and the T Rex. Listen, this is America. You're allowed to have your delusions. <laughs> Proceed. <laughs> like I said, Justin, wanna... back me up. Back me up, Justin. I enjoyed Tammy and the T Rex. So, <sighs> how about Scream Three? Nobody wants to watch Scream 3. <laughs> no one wants to watch Scream 3. <laughs> Come on, Larry. <laughs> you know this is... Even your wife is like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Even Randy, nice-ass Randy, was like, what is wrong with him? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I got to fit. I gotta watch all of them. I requested New Moon from the library, and I'll let you know how that one is. Oh, man. I mean, like, listen, if... If you really don't value your time, that's totally on you. Like, you, you know, like you don't know when Final Destination is going to come calling. And if you decide you want to give even more of your time to Twilight, that's totally on you. This is America. There's there's worse things out there. I mean, yes, there's like 
concentration camps and famine and there are the many first, worse things out there. The, 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 I will, I, I gotta be honest. The first book was like, the books have been Larry, just terrible. But the I'm movie going to have to bad. fire you as a book reviewer. If you continue down this road. <laughs> oh my God. He has, his headphones have cat ears on him and he's making cat noises at me. It's very uncomfortable. <laughs> at least he's not calling you a spider monkey. That's true. He is that is factually accurate. He is not calling me his spider monkey. Did I miss something? Does somebody call somebody? Don't engage. (laughs) The movie is so fucking bad. Thank you. Terrible. Oh god. But it's fuck. But it's fun to watch. Like it is really fucking bad. But we had a great time laughing at it. So, um, I've completely lost track of where I am. I feel like we can blow past this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You, you... Yes? He's broken you. Nothing. Yes, yes. <laughs> continue, sir. Okay, that's what I thought. Final okay. Destination is a really fun movie, and I'm really happy this was the, the franchise Mars chose. Me yeah, too. Hey. Me too. All right. So because we have our lovely guests, as always, we're going to steal the Here's Johnny format, which begins with what have you been watching, reading, etc. Um, I think we know Larry's answer. First? So <laughs> Jesus Christ. So you know what? Mars, I'm gonna go straight to you. Cause he won't he will let you talk. He'll probably talk over me, but he'll let oh, you talk. No, no talk over you and i have requested the cameras on so that i don't accidentally just word vomit over you yes but like did we not have cameras on earlier this week yes we did we didn't get i didn't word vomit over you on tuesday i'm did just I? saying because you're in troll mode right now so i feel like you're going to at every opportunity raz your beloved friend who does nothing but love and support you i dropped it you brought Lift it back up, you up lift support you cheer you on hold you in my metaphorical arms when you need support and this is how you do me this is how you do me see at least if you said bosom he would have been a more my bosom (laughs) i I have a hearty bosom so anyway i'm grabbing a beer (laughs) mars you're driving me to drink sir I, I, I was gonna I, say, Mars. did you just soberly call out my hearty bosom with no alcohol? In my brain is broken. My brain okay. is broken. Okay. Mars, please, <laughs> <laughs> for the love of God, save me from myself. <laughs> what have you been watching, reading, etc.? Uh, let's see. I recently watched the menu for the first oh. time. Oh, what do you think? I really liked it a lot. Yeah, and yeah. I just I love Anya Taylor Joy. So mm-hmm. just like anything she's in, I love it. Um, and then I saw I watched Smile recently. Mm. How I also, was that? I honestly, for being like you know, it's one of those movies that you see the trailer and you're like, I already get it. You know, like it's not yeah, you get that the whole, unique. Like, spiel kind of yeah, thing. yeah, it's truly not that unique of a story. But I liked watching it. It was really a, it was a really fun movie to watch, and it was kind of I mean. The visuals are pretty gory at times, and uh, I don't know. I enjoyed it. I liked it. I would recommend. Yeah, I didn't watch any of the trailers, so I didn't have any of the jump scare surprise like ruined for me. So that oh. really, like kind of freaked me out, dude. Yeah, and it has a yeah. pretty cool ending. I think. Yeah. Like there's a reveal towards the end where you're like, whoa, oh, 
That's yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I I see its flaws. It also reminds it harkens back to a very specific time in horror. Like it reminds me so much of like late 90s early 2000s horror. Yeah. Which is like I have a soft spot for so like I can paper over some of the like shortcomings of that film because there it it's like a particular nostalgia note. Yeah. I don't know. Like I I enjoyed watching it. I I had fun. I liked nice. it. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Are you reading anything or anything like that? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> I have so few brain cells at the end of the day. But... Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> My brain is smooth like a dolphin. And uh, <laughs> it has not been ready. Sometimes, yeah. Like, it's been a lot of, like, I get home and I'm like, I just need to, like, stare at something with, like, preferably moving pictures and lights and sounds and then uh, sleep. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And that's. That's totally reasonable. I think we, we all got it. We're just like in get through it mode. <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's like, because it's the tail end of winter, but it's not, the weather is not getting nicer. So I think mm. there's also a part of me that's like, but it's, I mean, because we just got snowed in like yeah. two, three weeks ago or something. That's so crazy. And it's been just bitterly cold, even though like the snow went away and everything, but it's just been so cold and it's starting to warm up. And by warm up, I mean like we hit like 44 degrees today. So it's, uh, I don't know. I think it's draining on me. <laughs> the uh, lingering winter. Oh, Marzi. It's almost over. It's almost over. We're like rapidly hitting spring and then don't worry. It'll be warm, but there will also be allergies and bees, but it's okay. It's okay. It will be. Warm. Oh my God. Oh my God. I didn't even tell you because I forgot because we postponed because I got sick, but I was at work and someone I work with came in and he was like, you're not going to guess what I just saw. And I was like, Ooh, what? And he goes, the first bee. And I was like, son of a bitch. No, <laughs> it's too soon. Was but it like hanging the- out outside the door? Like, Hey, you know, Mars, you, yeah, you know, Mars? Right? <laughs> I got tell her I'm out here with that Mars. Tell her I'm out here. Oh, but then on we got site. the blizzard, so I was like, aha. Sorry, bees. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. You know, bees right. are an important part of the environment, blah, blah, blah. And I just, I, they I are an important part of the environment. But like, and I, do, and, I very but, much enjoy food, and I realize yeah, bees are very, very involved with. Yeah, you know, I enjoy a food or two. <laughs> and I've seen that documentary, the bee movie, and I know what happens if we disrespect <laughs> if bees. If we start taking away the bees' rights, all boundaries yeah. disappear. I mean, unnatural love becomes natural. The laws of man and beast become blurred. Oh my god, that fuck's not good. That movie is such a fever dream. I know. It 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 is insane. I still can't (laughs) believe we decided we decided to watch it on purpose. That's not even that. It was that everybody was taking naps, and I put it on, and then slowly everybody kind of wandered back into the room. Would and everybody, all three of you, had a moment where you'd stand there, like standing, and just stare at the TV for like. I don't know, a solid minute, and then silently just sit down. I'm yeah. still locked on the screen. And then we yeah. just sat in silence and watched this movie until at some point you were like, wait, what the fuck are we watching? I was like, oh, <laughs> and none of you seen the B movie? Well, it like kept taking turns that I was not prepared for, that no narrative that I had ever in- in seen or experienced before prepared me for. Yeah, because it starts <laughs> with a, a B that we're supposed to believe is a teenager, even though he's voiced by Jerry Seinfeld, just trying to figure right. out what his life path is going to be. And then it ends with him like in a global lawsuit and married to a human woman. <sighs> Still not really sure how we got there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Awesome. All right. How about you, Justin? What have you been watching, playing, reading, listening to, whatever? So, 
you said this comes out on the 23rd? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, two things that have basically taken up the last like week and a half of my life. Um, I played like a preview build of uh, Dead Island 2, a game that is actually Ooh. coming out um, after changing development hands for three times and getting delayed uh, from... I think it was first announced to come out in like 2015 or something like that. And it's finally coming out in 2023 and it's weirdly really fun and really good. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's like super gory, which is mm -hmm. weird. I was uh, talking, I was telling Larry about it a little bit earlier. Uh, they've kind of like their whole thing this time out is like, they have like a flesh system. <laughs> um, so they like every, <laughs> zombie is of like, course you give 10 out of 10 to the, the game with the flesh system uh, would you not <laughs> <laughs> um but no it's it, so like every zombie is like procedurally generated like their body is so like if you were to like attack one with a sword it would like you could like slowly chop through it basically jesus that and, like, sounds crazy you know, if you like hitting it in the face like its jaw you can like slowly like chop its jaw off or like if you hit it in the head with like a hammer hard enough it its eye might just like pop out um and it's it like really goes down like you have to get through like skin muscle like skin veins you know like they they've like built out these systems so it's it's Holy just like shit. it's it's a gore fest it's awesome it's also like <laughs> it, it's set in like hollywood too oh sorry mm -hmm. hell a as they call it <laughs> um and yeah i don't know it's like really pulpy and fun uh oh. But the other thing, I've been playing uh, Resident Evil 4 Remake for like the last week. Mm. Um, which is Bastard. like... Yeah, I, I know, Larry. <laughs> it's okay. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I won't say too much about it because when this comes out, it'll be releasing tomorrow. But as we're recording this, like, it, I mean, I'm not even done it. Uh, but I also don't want to spoil Larry on it. But it is Capcom's next like big Resident Evil release. Mm -hmm. And it is very good. Uh, <laughs> I, do, I don't. I really don't want to spoil anything for Larry, uh, because Thank I you. know how much Resident Evil Four means to him. But it is uh, fantastic, and I'm excited to finish it so I can immediately start it over again. Oh wow! Okay, that's yes. exciting. Awesome. Oh, and then I've been watching a bunch of trash TV. Uh, what did I, what, what did I watch again? I watched uh, the entire season of. Uh, perfect match which is garbage and i loved it i loved every second good good um, i'm all caught up on love is blind um but because so because i'm like kind of getting into like trash tv mm -hmm. um, i started season five of the circle i'm about halfway through it i think nice yeah i don't just trash tving it up and being sick is apparently the way to go dude I, like i understand that medicine is the best medicine but also trash tv when you feel bad feels like the best medicine <laughs> it's so just to because you don't really have to watch it if you don't want to you can kind of just like pick up on all the shitty things people are doing and like <laughs> man that person is just the worst how 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 are they like functioning <laughs> all right larry what have you been watching playing listening to all that jazz all i know is for people who are very judgy about what i choose to watch and read you, you guys watch some questionable things as well. I yeah, wanna... but we admit that it's not good. We don't spend <laughs> days upon days gaslighting our friends about it. We're like, this is trash and we like it. 
I also, uh, for the record, have made not a single disparaging remark towards your choices. So oh, I'm, Mars, I'm well aware. You are an ally. <laughs> oh, and, and, I, and I appreciate it. Oh, uh, what's been new with me? It's um, okay, Rachel, the white man playing victim again. I know. Oh, I know. God. <laughs> Who's talking, I know. Justin? I know. I'm not white a, man I'm not who playing left the victim. on red also is playing victim. <laughs> so I've been reading a lot. Uh, I watched all the Creed movies. I went and saw that in theaters. Creed 3. That was fun. Honestly, though, just been like reading. Uh, since I can't be playing Resident Evil 4 because I'm not cool like Justin. Oh, right. I, I'm not married. Sorry, Larry. <laughs> I am playing uh, Resident Evil <laughs> for the original. Uh, I'm playing it on uh, professional mode to finish up my uh, 100% completion of it. And excitedly waiting to join Justin in a couple weeks to play with him because, and then we can talk about it because I, I, I hope you understand that. I am. It's gotta be kind of lonely. Cause you, you know, anybody else is playing it. I know a couple of people. Oh, okay. All right. Well, interesting. Yeah. Like I said, I just been hanging out, cool. hanging out with Rachel this week. This is my second time yeah. with her. Yeah. We had a really fun time talking about a certain Nick Cage film. <laughs> Uh, for guess. women in horror month of all things rachel picked it out i, I, I am did. happy to give her credit <laughs> I, you know what i'm gonna take that credit <laughs> uh all right what have i been watching well i watched a little bit of a new show that is on hulu that i think you guys might be into it's called wreck have you guys heard of this like no. the movies wreck like rec no it's w-r-e-c-k it's actually a British show. It's already like aired there and it's now here in the US and it is about it's a slasher comedy about okay. people working on a cruise like a cruise liner. So okay. there is it's on Hulu? Yes, it's on Hulu and like okay, so the first episode opens kind of like Scream where you have like a, a girl being stalked by a mass killer and like being chased and whatever blah 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 blah. Um except for that the mass killer has a duck mascot for its mask like head for its mask and then it cuts forward in time and like there's someone who's come on the boat to kind of like investigate what happened to that girl and this duck killer is like slinking around killing people off and it's it's very funny it's very like as scream if you're a scream fan i think there's some like shared dna here it's not exactly it's not like super meta like that it's very very like kind of like british um what's the one that that uh nichols Holt? skins kind of like a light version of skins like like a lot of people interdating and romance but it's like super super queer super queer and um pretty gory so if that is your jam i would definitely check out wreck on hulu um other stuff i'm keeping up with of course is bad batch and mandalorian are you guys watching i gotta start well i, I keep forgetting about mandalorian <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm one episode into Mandalorian. Okay. Well, there's only been two, so you're not far behind. And I would say that the first episode, it, I from your tone, I hear I hear maybe some reticence. The second episode is much better than the first episode. Well, see, for me, it was a nice reunion. Okay, good. So I actually quite enjoyed it, and there was a lot of, like, giddy, adorable squeals coming from both Michelle and I. Yeah, I mean, Grogu is the cutest thing on the planet. And then finally, really quickly, the other thing I saw was Cocaine Twilight. Bear. <laughs> oh, you saw Cocaine Bear? Yes. Did you see? Have you seen it yet? No, but I want to really bad. You should go. 
it's like if you need to just like have a light, fun, goofy experience, it's perfect. Oh, I want to see it really bad. I I second that. I enjoyed the characters very much. And even though I am incredibly animal violence averse, I was fine. Oh, okay. That's good. And it's our girl Liz Banks, you know, got to support our female characters. Yeah, I really want to see it. All right, so that is what we have been watching. Let's get into our review. Mars, please let our listeners and anybody who is new to the show, what a wild episode to come in for your first one. Let them know what our spoiler policy is here on Dream Queens. Our spoiler policy is that we are going to spoil the whole thing. Uh, This movie has been out for a minute. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I'm being sassy about it. You had your chance. But uh, we are going to talk about <laughs> It's been 23 so... years. Like, yeah. whole ass people are voting and renting cars. Like, you've yeah. had your chance. <laughs> so if you haven't seen it and you don't want to be spoiled, then you should go watch it and then come back. Uh, I don't know. I think it's a good one. To, I, I Well, I mean, that the thing being that I'm biased, I don't ever want to go spoiled into anything. But, you know, this is your warning. Step out now if you've not seen it and come back, please. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So because we have guests and I am lazy, I farmed out some of the hard work. (laughs) So Larry, you did the background research for this one. Can you tell us a little bit about Final Destination? Sure. So Final Destination is a 2000 American supernatural horror film directed by James Wong with a screenplay that was written by Wong, Glenn Morgan, and Jeffrey Reddick. Uh, it is the first installment of the Found Destination series, which we're going to cover here on Screen Queens. Our big stars in this movie are Devin Sawa, Ali Larder, Kerr Smith, and Tony Todd. So everybody kind of knows Devin Sawa. We kind of talked about her earlier with some Idle Hands. He's in the new Chucky show. Ali Larder, uh, I have had a crush on since um, Varsity Blues. Heroes. Varsity Blues, bro. He's talking about the bikini. Made of uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the whipped cream bikini. That is correct. Uh, yes, she was also in Heroes. Kerr Smith. Um, he is the what happened first... to him? Where is he? I don't know, but he was the first gay character I ever remember seeing on TV. And it was on Dawson's really? Creek. Well, I didn't watch a whole lot of TV growing up because like, we always got stuff from the library. So it was like everybody loves Raymond and stuff like that. Uh-huh. But... I love Dawson's Creek and he's gay in it. And it was based off of uh, Kevin Williamson. Like his own life was kind of based off around Kurt. Mm -hmm. That's cool. And then we have Tony Todd. Candyman himself is in this. So the film began as a spec script that was written by Reddick for an episode of X-Files. Oh, that makes mm. total sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so basically, Reddick was trying to get an agent, so he wrote it. Uh, a colleague over at New Line Cinema persuaded Reddick to write it as a feature-length film. Um, later, Wong and Morgan, who both wrote for The X-Files, were interested in the script, reached out to do some rewrites, and Wong made his directorial debut with this movie. Uh, so... The first sequel for Found Destination, fun fact, came out on my birthday in 2003. Oh, cool. Did you go they, see it? Uh, no, I was definitely not allowed. 
<laughs> I wasn't. I think the first R-rated movie I ever snuck into was Rob Zombie's Halloween. Whoa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there are novels and comic books that are based around Final Destination, which I did not know about. It was shot on a budget of $23 million, and it would gross $113 million at the box office. Is everyone ready for some trivia? Obviously. The exterior of Miss Luton's house was built in five days. The residents of Vancouver... Didn't want the filmmakers, I know, didn't want the filmmakers to blow it up because they thought it was a very nice house. (laughs) Yeah, that's very Canadian of them. This is kind of dark. Much of the news footage shown is actual footage from the July 1996 explosion and crash of TWA Flight 800 off of (sighs) East Moches, Long Island in New York. That's grim. Holy shit. It gets worse. Not only does the film borrow footage from that crash, it borrows other things as well. The July 17th, 1996 crash uh, was carrying a high school French club, like the, the, the crash we kind of see in the footage. Uh, it exploded suddenly, was investigated for a possible deliberate act causing the accident, which was first a bomb, then a surface-to-air missile. But as with the film, it was ultimately decided that the crash was a result of mechanical failure. Music played. Yep. Music dark. played throughout the film is from John Denver. Does anyone know how John Denver died? Meow. That's correct. In a plane crash. <laughs> Numerous appearances of 180 in the film referring to the film's original title of Flight 180. Ah. New Line decided to rename the film to Final Destination, though, for fear of confusing it with other films such as Air Force One oh, and Con yeah. Air. Oh, okay, okay. I like. I like that we found a way to get Nick Cage into this episode. I feel good I, about this. I had to try. It's like six degrees of Kevin Bacon. I only have like one degree of <laughs> Nick Cage. Uh, <laughs> Clear's cabin is the same cabin that we see in Lake Placid. Oh, wow. oh shit! Like a uh, uh, Betty. What's yep. her face? Is Betty White? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cool. Best part of that movie. The original casting choices for Alex and Clear. Were Toby Maguire and Kirsten Dunst? What? However, that would have been such a different movie. <laughs> both those actors would later star in Sam Raimi's Spider-Man trilogy. Oh, you're right. Most characters in the film are named after filmmakers or stars from black and white horror films. Yep. Terry Cheney was named after Lon Cheney. Todd Wagner after director George Wagner. Alex Browning, after director Todd Browning. Larry Murnau, after F.W. Murnau, who directed Nosferatu. Agent Shrek, after Mash <laughs> Shrek, who starred in Nosferatu. Yep. Blake Dreyer, from Carl Theodore Dreyer. That's like one who I didn't know, but he directed Vampire in 1932. Howard Siegel, after director Don Siegel, who directed Dirty Harry. Billy Hitchcock, that's an easy one, right? Alfred Hitchcock. And Valerie Luton, after horror film producer Val Luton. It features the shortest opening disaster in the film series, which lasts less than two minutes. Oh, shit. Great. So get ready for a lot more violent introductions. (laughs) Oh, Lord. (laughs) Class board at gate 46, which is the total number of students and teachers, 
dropping to 39, however, once the survivors are escorted off. Five, historical people have had similar experiences to the concept of premonitions and cheating death. That is the theme of the franchise. Alfred Vanderbilt had a ticket to board the ill-fated ocean liner Titanic in 1912, but he canceled the trip. Three years later, in 1915, he perished in the sinking of the Lusitania, and there is an urban legend concerning a stoker named Frank Lux Towers who survived all three sinkings of the Titanic, Lusitania, and the Empress of Ireland. Holy shit! You'd think he'd stop getting on boats at some point. (laughs) I thought I had the worst luck. I guess not. (laughs) Winston, go ahead. Or the best luck. I I don't know. uh, I don't know if this is interesting or not. It's just a random fact I remember from life. Facts are always interesting. What's up? My second aunt? Or no, my second second great-grandmother? Or second great-great-grandmother. Anyways, somehow removed from me was also supposed to be on the titanic but she was sick the day that she it was really she stayed home yes that's cool yeah i don't know that's uh, yeah i don't know (laughs) no that's actually cool sorry no that's really cool (laughs) winston churchill said not at all (laughs) (laughs) winston churchill said that on one of his frequent car rides in london during world war ii an inner voice told him to avoid sitting in his usual seat in his car one day and thus, he avoided death when a bomb dropped <gasps> next to the side where he usually sat within the car. William Mars, Steve. when you wanted us to re- watch these movies, what percentage of a chance did you think Winston Churchill would come up in conversation? <laughs> zero. Absolute zero. <laughs> yes, William T. Steed, a psychic who perished on the Titanic, is also rumored to have premonitions. Alfred, oh, Alfred, whoops, sorry. Adolf Hitler claimed that when he was a young soldier in the original World War, one day he was looking for a place to sit down in a trench when his fellow soldiers, when a voice almost literally pulled him off the place to sit down in the opposite side of it. Moments later, a bomb exploded in the trench, killing everyone but Hitler who had walked away. Hmm. Well, I don't like that voice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the voice is not always, we're not always team voice, I think. is the take Yeah, it here. definitely seems that the, uh, the voice picks, does not, does not pick and choose. It, it right. just does. Justin yeah. might call it the will of car. <laughs> <laughs> well, except for I don't, I don't want Hitler to be involved in car. No, no, no. But like, you know. Yeah. You know. That's all I, I got. Mean, I don't think any of us are pro Hitler here. I feel like that's a safe. I mean, safe listen, I don't want to speak for others now, please. Right. So I, can get off this call. <laughs> I don't want Hitler to be involved in Ka. That's a sentence I also was not expecting to hear. <laughs> Add it to the list. Put it on a shirt. I mean, Actually, agree, don't put it on a shirt. But, you know, just. Huh. Hmm. Hmm. I like that you just never know when this when this like the alchemy of this foursome comes together. You just you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I guess to be fair, a lot of the things that are said in these shows are not things that I ever expected to hear as full sentences. So, you know, I guess that tracks. (laughs) Awesome. Sorry, Laryl. Continue. You're great. No, that was it. That was all I had. Great. That was fantastic. I loved it. Um, I love the deep dive that you did. I really appreciate a lot of a lot of uh, 
you know, research went into that. So I have been doing a lot more trivia hunting when we do it. I find like it's like I, I, I enjoy it a lot. Me too. Yeah, I, I'm not as good at like telling like a, like a fun narrative. Like I told you about this when we did the Nick Cage show. Like I feel like you do a really really good job of like telling a story with it. Buddy, and I, I I enjoy just kind of doing like the trivia stuff. So, well, well I like it. Fun, Your approach so. is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All right, awesome. So now that you're done, it's yes. Mars's turn because she is the reigning champion of the 60 second I, synopsis. I did not prepare. But I didn't prepare. You last. don't need to. That's yeah, like you don't need to prepare. You've like set the stand. You've set the bar high, and I'm sorry. Yeah. I know that's stressful, but yeah, you like, set the bar high for not, uh, yeah, not preparing. And I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. Uh, you get it, so nerve wracking. <laughs> <laughs> but you know this movie. You know this movie. You've seen it. You know it. This is a movie that you're familiar with. Yeah, and you got a whole ass minute. You got this. You have a whole ass minute, which is like a minute longer than a regular minute. I'm also yeah. vamping a little bit to kind of give you some time to. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Same, you same. Know, I understand. Although I, I do it. have the timer up and ready whenever you're in. Do you want to take a quick break? Like, I don't know. We've all been drinking a little bit of. Nah, fluids. I'm going to go no? for it. Okay. I just get nervous. I get so fluids. nervous. Hold on. What is everybody, so you said fluids. What is yeah. everybody drinking? Because that just sounds like gross me when somebody says i'm drinking fluids i've got a surge i've got a i feel like larry i've got a water it's okay i'm drinking water too okay what fluid are you consuming silver bullet over here are you oh my god see and i feel like after all the judgment about trying to find out if you're team edward or team jacob Oh and the God. fact that y'all won't admit that Twilight <laughs> is a good movie We've to watch. We've driven you to drink. At, I have to drink. So, where were we? All right, Mars, did we vamp long enough? Are you ready? Yeah. Let's try. Let's try. do it. Okay. All right. Here yeah. we go. Three, two, one, go. Okay, so Devin Sodwell gets on a plane to go on a class trip to France, and then he has this vision that the plane's going to explode, and then he gets off the plane, and so do some other students, some on purpose and some on accident, and then he get off the plane, and then the plane actually explodes, and somehow he's not arrested for being a terrorist, which would never happen today. And this, they then meet up with Candyman, who tells them that they have disrupted Death's pattern, and has a new pattern, and then they're all kind of thrust into this like Rube Goldberg machine of murder, and they all get picked off one by one until the end, when they think that, oh, they we've cheated it or whatever, but really you don't cheat Death ever, because that's the way it works, and I don't know why Death didn't just send one of them like an aneurysm, because that seems like it'd be way less work than what it actually did. But anyway, they make it almost to the end. And then, oh, no, it's actually not a happy ending. Final destination. 37 seconds. <laughs> who, who did the who did the woo? Let your, your lover? <laughs> that was the lover. Tell Zach we said hi. They all say hi. <laughs> <laughs> Ask him if he wants his own um, shotgun tool for rear chugging. Oh, I will. Yes. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'll be placing an Amazon order between now and October. So get back to me. I will, yeah. Uh, <laughs> awesome. That was fucking fantastic. Then on that note, I got to pee. So we're going to take a quick break. Um, Everybody pee or not pee, whatever you want to do, choose your adventure. But I've been you trying to drink a lot of water and it's what? <laughs> no, I said, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> I said, choose your own adventure. Juice. And I'm back. Who's with As me? As am I. Oh, I, I posted a YouTube video of uh, something from like the trivia I was talking about. 
Where? No, these are Twilight videos. <laughs> <laughs> you are a butthole. Would you rather watch Twilight with a group of friends or Tammy and the T-Rex? Come on, man. Come on. You just like, I, you, it's like you want people to hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. I now have a new fluid to ingest. Um, like. What? What did what? you call it earlier? Is it a. A cocky. Did you get I'm making a cocky. A boo okay, cocky. So you some, yeah, you have some some cocky fluid. Some cocky fluid. Okay, I cocky get fluids. It. <laughs> yeah, I went and got some cocky fluids. I get it. I get it. Listen, sometimes you just hold on. You, I got to get out the fluid. You see a need, you fill a need, right? That's. <laughs> oh my God. I am having <laughs> a Casamigos mezcal mixed with uh, Coke Zero, and it is fucking great. I was gonna say that highly recommend. Really good, actually, it is. I don't know I, what that is. It started off as a sad drink that I was like, this is what I actually have in the house is is Mezcal and Coke Zero. And then I put them together and I was like, there is nothing sad about this. This is fucking great. So I've put the, the bottle sort of out of reach where I have to like really reach for it. So hopefully I won't drink it all. But depending on how this night goes, <laughs> this is what I always say. I was excited um, to hear what the, the Patreon content was because I volunteered to assist and you didn't need me. So I'm excited to what, see what you got. I mean, I had that exciting. Rachel, I had some Twilight shit lined up. I was literally just waiting for you yeah, to send you, up the signal. You and, know, I've known you for years, right, Larry? <laughs> <laughs> this is not a brand new friendship. <laughs> I was ready. I had I, it lined up. I'm sure you did. And here's what's fucked up. It's I'm going to forget. And there are seven of these movies. And at some point, I'm going to be like, fuck, I forgot to do the extended episode. And you're going to be like, I got you, boo. And then yep. I'm gonna, we're going to get into it. And then I'm going to be like, God damn it. Why do I drink? <laughs> I've killed all of my brain cells. <laughs> I, I, I thought about doing like a, like, a, like a round table, like assigning people characters. Oh my god! I was gonna have Justin be Edward. I thought Mars would be a good Jacob. Yeah, I, I want to be yes, the okay. gun in my mouth. No, okay, you're gonna be Bella. You are Bella. You are oh. Bella. Oh, that's that's the spiteful. meanest thing you've ever fucking said to me. <laughs> Friendship over. You know that like you're the main character. Of, like, you're the main character. Friendship over, Justin. You're my new best friend. <laughs> Hell yeah! Have the mighty head. <laughs> the falling. new supreme has risen. <laughs> I just, I, someone has to read this with me I'm, I'm all myself no one else is going on this journey with me i know there's it's almost like there's a reason well then if you listen to it at night before bed Devin, how do you like listening to twilight before bed <laughs> did you hear her i i heard a noise i didn't hear what she said but i heard she said it I puts heard her, her right to sleep <laughs> yeah right i mean that's like self-defense like she's like as fast as you fucking can <laughs> Oh, it's like <laughs> Charlie eats the cat food. You gotta eat the cat food real fast and then fall asleep. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's right. Exactly. That's before the animals outside start screeching. <laughs> so let's get Final into this destination. Movie. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so like I said, we always steal from. You know, when you see something good, you could try to top it. You could try to reinvent it, or you could just steal it, which is what we're gonna do. We're gonna steal the format of here's Johnny. So, Laryl, like do you have? Gray. I have it pulled up. I have. I have a. I, I have you know a, what? I'm. You know what? Mars takeover. I'm done. I'm retiring. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. I'm fucking done. <laughs> I have the tab pulled up, and I need to okay. pull up the. Because uh, last time on Hellraiser, I made a separate Excel document 
to track all the things we've scored together. Perfect. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So on that note, let's get into the plot of Final Destination. Now, Marzi, I'm going to go ahead and turn this over to you. What did you think of the plot, the themes, the story, the pacing, all that jazz? I mean, possibly I'm a little biased because I just really love these movies. But I I like, I really like the plot. I love the pacing. I think that, I mean, I've always said that every franchise has its duds towards the middle. And so, you know, this one's no exception. But I think this being the first one, I think it sets, it sets up the way the movies are going to play out really well in that, you know, we get the pauses in between while they're trying to figure out what's going on. And then you get those really tense scenes of so many things are adding up to what we already know is going to be a death of some sort. But I like that it, you know, it's not like it drags it out too long and doesn't happen too fast. And we still get to that, that death in, you know, creative ways or whatever. And I know that it gets kind of tired towards the middle, but I love this one. I love the way it sets them up in this one and how this one, it being the first one, you kind of, it was, you go into it the first time without expectations of how it's going to go. And it is very tense. And I'm sorry, Rachel, I know it probably sent you into an anxiety oh, yeah. spiral. But, it's very um, effective. Yeah. But I mean, but that's what I love about it. It is effective yeah. in what it's trying to go for. And I, I don't know. I just, I have fun. I have a lot of fun when I watch this movie. And I, I, I don't know. I have, I don't really have many complaints. And the ones that I have are just very like nitpicky. Like when he holds up in the cabin and I'm like, you already know that death is coming to, for you. You're trying to death proof this cabin. So why do you keep using fire for everything? <laughs> <laughs> like you have a, you have a, an oil lamp, like an oil lantern or whatever. You don't have a, get a flashlight. Like the chances of batteries killing you are my, far lower than open flame. I feel personally. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't know. I feel like I just like like this movie too much. And so I just That's kind fair. of like, you know, I don't know. I just have a lot of fun when I watch it. And I I don't I don't get bored with this one. It's one of the ones that I don't get bored watching. That's good. That's good. I, I have a question. I don't know if you can answer it. If you can't, the answer that's fine. If the answer is no, that's fine. Um but do these have connective tissue in terms of like characters that carry over, or is this like every single one sort of standalone? It does, yeah. They all have okay. connective tissue. Okay. Cool. Perfect. Uh, Perfect. Okay. That sounded like a dissenting sound. No, they definitely do. No, I don't think they do. Yes, they no, do. No, they do. They absolutely are, do. Are we referring to... So, is this a spoiler? Do I need to... Can you want me to take my headphones off? Should I take my headphones off? Yeah, the for a second. Okay. okay. Are you talking about Tony Todd? Well, and no. also clear. Claire and the fact that like it comes so I back. think the so the the fourth one doesn't have Tony Todd no and I, I think the fourth one is almost separate because it's the fifth one that ties it back to the first one yeah the fourth one's but, almost like an off the like kind of like different than it that's the NASCAR one I think yeah and it gets really like lame further on where the only connective tissue is them being like, oh, remember that plane crash that happened? That's true. Ago? You're right. You know? Yes, you're right. You're right. Okay. Okay. So it does get pretty thin at some point. You're right. I, I, I try. This, yeah, when I was doing the trivia, that's why I didn't talk about it because Tony Todd is in all of them except for one. And, that, that, and that's what I thought you were talking about. That's my bad. All right. I, I, I summoned her back. I have been summoned. Hello. 
Hello. I made myself another drink. Yeah. Rachel and Mars. Ra- sorry, Rachel and Mars. Mars and Justin were correct. I was incorrect. Oh, okay. I, I. Good for you for admitting it, Larry. I'm proud of you. <laughs> they were Bro. right. I mean, what do you have nothing to admit? They were correct. I was wrong. Okay. I mean, I can't decide if that just means you respect them more because you would never admit what I was wrong. <laughs> 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 all right cool so uh how about you justin talk about the plot what'd you think so i uh, it's kind of hard to like think about this movie back when i first saw it um because we do kind of like we tend to mix a lot of like oh how do we felt like the first time we watched it and how we felt it the second third fourth fifth time you know kind of because it, it definitely is to me one of those movies that i kind of watch every few years um i've mm-hmm. always been like I, I think the premise of the movie is very like it is a very cool premise that is well at the time was very unique. Mm-hmm. Um, I do agree that there's like weird stuff with like the cabin stuff <laughs> um, and me just thinking like, oh, man, you know, you're just you're you're basically you've just created a death cabin for yourself. Yeah, essentially. Um, where nobody will ever find you, basically, because you've secluded yourself. Um, but yeah, no, I, I don't know. I, I, I do enjoy the plot, and I think that it has, like, a good... Uh, I mean, if you haven't seen the movie before, it does have a good fake-out with the plane mm-hmm. crash. Mm-hmm. Um, although, I, I mean, it's hard to talk to you also because a lot of these movies tend to blend together for me. So when I'm like, <laughs> I and I don't think it has the strongest opening of the series. Oh, really? Okay. Yes, and that, I'm I'm not going to touch on that any further because I feel like even saying that was a little bit of a spoiler. Um, but no, I I don't know. I I I do enjoy it overall. Do I think there's like some weird steps taken? Yes, especially when they're like in France or wherever, like a year later, and. Mm-hmm. So funny. The things I remembered was the opening and them being in France. At the end. <laughs> like that's oh. the only things I remembered about this movie. Interesting. Okay, so you've only seen. Remind me again. The first one. This one, in the theater. Okay, so you like, you've seen this one, but you haven't. Yeah, I, it I was, was like a first watch. What? I was nine when this movie. You know out. what, Larry? I was writing nice things in the chat. I'm gonna admit <laughs> that. <laughs> We just hear a forceful backspace button. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to take that back. Hmm, Caveat. (laughs) Such a butthole. Anyway, uh, Larry, what did you think of the plot of Final Destination? So Final Destination 1 and 2, I have a really, really soft spot for. Uh, 2 is... The reason why I like it is because of 1 and Obviously, back then, the internet wasn't like big of a thing, and like you didn't like kind of like tie all these things together. But I think it was like the X Files vibe of it all, and I think knowing that it was written as a spec script for X Files, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and I think it makes it a lot more fun. Like, I you can definitely see like Scully and Mulder like investigating this, mm-hmm. and. That part's really cool. Like the cast has so many people. Like Sean, I didn't even talk about Sean William Scott. It has all these like actors who like, I really associate with this kind of era of teen movie. 
Mm-hmm. And so that's a lot of fun too. And like the death scenes in this aren't that vicious. And I think that helps a lot because even with two, it starts going off the fucking rails. Oh Lord. And by like five, it really is like almost like a saw movie. Like there's, no, no. there's, there's stuff that happens that are just like really, really gruesome. I would like to even caveat that even further and say, I think it is way worse. Oh my god, you guys! <laughs> yeah, there is there's so the, there's the one, yeah there is one scene in particular in five oh that in the mall, Justin, you know, what I'm talking about in Mars. Yeah. Oh yes, absolutely. That gave me nightmares yes. for years. I still do. Oh yeah. trust that no! <laughs> and, yeah. and, and the last, and the kind of last I'll talk about it for the plot is I've talked about on here's Johnny about how Jaws really prevents me from going in the ocean, like past like my calves. And how arachnophobia is the reason why I'm definitely afraid of spiders. The reason mm-hmm. why I don't like flying is because of this movie. Yeah, it's I'm kind of right there with you. And listen, I I would be lying if I was like not worried about <laughs> digging yeah. a plane in October. Like I, I fucking I, I tell you, if I get like to the airport, I hear John Denver. I'm not coming. Like, <laughs> Stop I'm going it. home. I'm going no. home. Like. You got to learn a lesson at some point, right? Mm-hmm, like if mm-hmm. you're hearing John Williams, like before you get in the ocean, you aren't getting into the ocean. I mean, that would be pretty weird if you heard it on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's like, I brought the beach jams and it's just John Williams soundtracks. Yeah. Like you, you, you take a hit when a hint is given, you take it. Yeah. That, sure. <laughs> I guess that's fair. <laughs> if you hear jaws music at the beach i agree stay out the water (laughs) um stay off the shark's plate so my thoughts on final destinations yes this was really interesting to revisit because i do think there's some things about it that are like very much a a microcosm of like that particular era of horror like this Mm -hmm. feels very post scream That being said, the way that it utilizes a kind of fear that I think is both incredibly effective and a little bit dangerous is interesting. This is the best version of a a depiction of a horror, like through a horror lens of things like intrusive thoughts and OCD, as well as a little bit of schizophrenia. Um, the way that especially these sort of early plot beats where he is seeing signs everywhere he goes where everything becomes patterns and warnings and this is something that carries throughout but like especially these early scenes where he's seeing Final Destination, Terminal um, different things that could be interpreted as signs, hearing John Denver over the radio a lot of, a lot of pooping scenes in this movie which I was surprised by but one of them involves on, this John, John Denver scene, pooping scenes battleships <laughs> Yeah. Really? I don't remember that. There was there was like 200% more than in most movies because there were two. <laughs> <laughs> there was like a dual pooping scene and then there was a solo pooping scene. Oh, I no? do remember the duo at the start. Yes. Well, later when Todd bites it, it begins on the toilet. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Justin, I'm actually kind of disappointed. Like I thought if anybody was going to be like on the pooping of it all, it would be you. <laughs> On the pooping of it all. Brought to you by Justin. I don't know. Name of idea. your memoir. Yeah. 
<laughs> anyway, um, so I thought it's very effective. I also feel like it's almost like validation or an expression of what it's like to have this kind of particular sort of OCD where you see signs everywhere and how there is this magical thinking that is a part of it that if you like are able to do these rituals or see these signs that you can prevent bad things from happening. So I think it's that's a big part of why it's so effective, right? Like even if you don't suffer from OCD or live with OCD, um, I do think that the loss of control and the desire to have control around your own mortality is a very, very poignant source of horror. Pair that with how effectively this sort of sets up these, in these set pieces, these all these ways in which these people could die violently, like it, it, everything that they do is a cringe moment and a heightening of anxiety and tension makes it really, really effective. So as much as, as I was watching this, I wanted to die. I also like could not help but be impressed by how effectively these scenes really just like take your spinal cord and like crank up the tension. (laughs) It's very, very effective, which is, impressive especially like in a period of horror where i don't know that we necessarily think of these as being like this is not necessarily like a golden age of horror let's say but this is an incredibly effective film i don't know this one really got to me i don't know that i was afraid but i was definitely wanting to crawl out of my own body so i think that counts yeah um i don't know those are my thoughts i'm a little drunk (laughs) did any of that make sense (laughs) it all all made uh it all made perfect sense but it's one of those things for me where i don't know it's like a chicken and the egg where i'm like i don't know was i anxious before self final destination and then got validated by it or was i fine and then watched self final destination and now (laughs) i have anxiety problems and now i look at everything where i'm like that could kill me that could kill me that could kill me and you know as we'll learn later i'm you know from oregon where there are a lot of log trucks and oh. so there's a certain movie in this series where all of a sudden it's like, oh, death does wait for us all. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen the movies, but I've seen like memes about a log truck. So I've been, I know as soon as I see that, I'm going to be like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> when he, the, like that first, the the scene that starts with him on the toilet, when he puts a pair of like nose hair trimmer scissors up his nose, I was like, oh my God, I, I'm going to die. I'm going to fucking die. <laughs> I don't know why something about that freaked me out more than anything else in this movie. The idea of those scissors going up his nose. Wait until the second one, because there is something. God, Harold. So much shit there. It, it, it gets mean. Like these movies and the things that they like start twisting get mean. I wonder yeah. if we should watch these together so that you can watch me die inside. Like There's... you can watch the light go out of my eyes as we watch. There is one, I've seen all these movies uh, so many times, but there Mm -hmm. is still one scene in one of the movies, and I don't want to give anything away, that to this day I still can't watch all the way through. Which movie is it in? uh, I'm going to have to Google it. I don't remember right now. Okay. If you don't know. I can just remember the scene, and I'm like, there's one that to this day I still watch through my fingers. Can can you give us, without spoiling it, like what is happening in it? Uh... Because we have all, I I think we, other than Rachel, we've all seen them all. Yeah. Multiple times. Yeah. Without a doubt. It involves a balance beam. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. fuck yeah. Oh, I my God. I don't remember yeah. that. Oh, oh Justin. Yes, you do. If it, it, the moment you see it, you'll remember it. <laughs> okay. It's fucked. It is fucked with a capital F. Like, there is just some shit. It's the one in the gym. 
That's all fucking. Oh god, yeah. <sighs> yeah. You guys. <laughs> it's like you want me to have a heart attack. <laughs> and that's like the biggest thing about this one, right? Is that like this I one don't have life insurance. So... You're not going to get a windfall. Why are you coming from behind <laughs> me? <laughs> this one just seems so grounded in comparison to the shit we know is oh coming. Oh my god. Yeah, that's the so other thing trouble. is that like Part of part of my opinion based on the first one is based off of the fact that I'm looking at it through the lens of having seen all of them. Mm-hmm. So this one just a little bit more. I think what I like about it is all of these like setups to all these different devs are kind of more realistic in that they aren't quite as Rube Goldberg machiney yes. as they tend to get. So that's why this one I think it's it it strikes me a little bit differently like i enjoy the rue goldberg machine don't get me wrong but i like this one because it is scarier because i'm like that all of these things that could just happen these things could just happen and uh but but i mean that that's looking at it in comparison to some of the other ones not trying to knock any of the other ones because i do like the really like red herringy kind of like is it gonna be this oh it ended up being that kind yes of death scenes but this one is a it's a little bit more yeah, like you said, grounded and a little bit more like, oh fuck, all of these things could happen. Yeah, like, you have to does crack when you warm those... it up, and then you put ice in the hot mug. Like that happens. These mm-hmm. things happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like the mythology of this quite a bit too, and I think Tony Todd as sort of the I don't I like as the the creepy mortician who knows a little bit about death is is a fun sort of camp element to this so I really like him I hope he shows up again I could see him showing up again um and that would be fun um wish there was more of him like I kind of I know that he kind of gave us a little bit of a, a you know an info dump but like I wish there was actually more of him. Like I wish they had returned to him after they had figured things out and been like, what do we do? You know, I, I the um, Devin Sawa character whose name is come on, scroll, scroll Alex. Um, you know, he figures this all out a little too easily. I kind of almost wish that that character could have been a little bit of a mentor, like um, only because I just genuinely wish there was more Tony Todd in this, just because hearing that voice, it's just, whoo. 10 out of 10 every time. Mm-hmm. Bloodworth is apparently his name. According to the IMDb's. All right. So what do you say we give this plot a score? Look at me remembering. <laughs> Good job. Thank you. All right. Marzi, what is your score for a plot? 10. Nice. All right. Justin, what is your score? Uh, an eight. Okay. Fair. I like it. Yeah. Uh, Lerald, lay that number on me. Uh, nine glittery vampires out of ten. <laughs> we were doing so good. <laughs> we were doing so good. I was so proud of us. You know, like, we need, like, a, you know, those, like, days since there's been an injury uh, signs, and you can, like, everybody applauds, like, yay, nine days since somebody got eaten up by, like, some sort of heavy machinery. For us, it's, like, seconds since Larry has referenced fucking Twilight. <laughs> And we're the clock is back to zero, my friends. Back to zero. <laughs> All right. So uh, for me, I would say I'm going to give this thing, I think, probably an eight. I think like if it were compared against other kinds of films, maybe not so much. But for it's a very effective for specifically what it's trying to do. So it gets an eight. Perfect. 
All right, visuals. Marzi, again, let's get into the visuals. What did you think of the direction, cinematography, color stories, standout visual moments, etc.? Can you tell I have notes here of what all of these sections mean? <laughs> oh, no, of course not. <laughs> um, I mean, it is the way it looks, the way it's shot, colors, everything is pretty indicative of the time period that it was made in. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. you know, Time I capsule. have a soft spot for those movies you know this was kind of Mm -hmm. like around the time when i was really starting to get into horror movies so it kind of is very nostalgic for me so it doesn't really bother me that it's kind of just standard this is what a horror movie looked like then i like it and i think it serves the type of movie that it is really well you know i think it's the way it's shot and the way it looks is a good vehicle for what this movie is um i i think that it matches style plot era everything pretty well I also just not not relevant at all to this discussion, but man, I loved going back and seeing all the fashion choices <laughs> that were mm-hmm. current mm-hmm. in that time of day or time of day, time of a period of time. And uh, I just love that they were like, well, yeah, Sean Williams got as a high school kid, but let's dress him like a six year old. That's fine. <laughs> That's appropriate. <laughs> Stifler. <laughs> I I did not remember he was in this. It was such a fun surprise when I was like, Stifler's in this. What? <laughs> fun fact, he just liked one of our posts the other day on social media. Okay. No really? Big deal. really? No big deal. No big deal. That's awesome. That's big, big deal. <laughs> so final destination. Yeah. Yes. Final destination. Visuals. Mars. <laughs> go. Just did it. Someone else oh, right. go. <laughs> Justin, sorry. I see. This is why I shouldn't drink. I, it's been a long week, and like there was like a little window where I was still with it, and kind of loosened up and feeling good, and I've tipped over to the edge. I'm on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you do this, Mars. How do you fucking do this every week? <laughs> oh, it's just practice, dedication. You know, you got to right. put in the time. It's just yeah. like exercise, you know. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's just like exercise. Got to like pump that. those numbers up. Yeah, yep. you know, you just you gotta commit to the lifestyle. <laughs> Justin, visuals go. Uh, yeah, um, I I think that all the death scenes in particular were like, like we've kind of mentioned a few times, they were like more grounded. In like, mm-hmm. I mean, except for like the weird uh, bathroom water sucking back, that was kind of weird to me. Uh, but it's still it didn't look bad it actually looked quite well um yeah i don't i don't know i mean i think there's like a lot of that's like what final destination is like known for is like it's over the top death scenes um and i i do think this one was grounded but it i don't think any of them looked bad and there were like by the time you started to think about like looking for red herrings like with the teacher for example they, mm-hmm. they i mean they ended up being like there was a lot of red herrings in her death, but they played with it with it in a way that it it didn't happen exactly how you thought it was. I don't know. I I I, I genuinely like the look of this movie. Except that I I do agree that Stifler looks weird, just as like a little kid. Um, and they just have it in like keep popping up riding a bike everywhere at like all times <laughs> of the night and day. And it's yeah, like, who is monitoring this child? <laughs> Yeah, it's it's weird, but I I I dig like the '90s uh, trash teens. I don't know. I, I I do really. I I don't think anything looks like 
bad in this movie. Mm-hmm. I'm more focused like on the how the death, all the deaths looked and stuff, and like the one in the bathroom in particular was like brutal. Mm-hmm. When his yeah. eyes, yes. like oh, the yeah. he has what is that petechial hemorrhaging in his eyes? Yeah. Ugh, it's pretty that awesome. Was, like, super brutal yeah. to me, and yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I was like super anxious every death scene, even though I've seen it like a million times. I don't know. Yeah. Yes, anxiety. The anxious will inherit the earth. You and me, Justin. <laughs> All right, how about you, Lerald? What did you think of the visuals of this? So I feel like most of the main points have been covered already. Um, I have nothing negative to say. Like, you can definitely see the impact of scream um mm. just by the way they, they they kind of film stuff uh that's I mean they're copying west craven so it's like not interesting like the worst thing ever but i think we're kind of operating on like a different information source since rage hasn't seen like what is to come and even though some of these like rube goldbergs are a little outlandish it's nothing compared to the crap that comes and so knowing what's like on the horizon it it all just feels like it makes sense this one doesn't feel like you jumped the shark and even the teacher's death which is probably the most elaborate mm-hmm. it feels very real and one scene in this movie in particular that like always like it's like not even violent or anything it's just like it just feels real it feels it's three is like maybe it's like the x-files of it all but it's like when devin saw was in the house and like the door the closet door opens up <laughs> and the, and the thing like, like we've all kind of been in that situation before. And I think like, that's what, wait, kind what? Of... <laughs> wait, oh, wait, wait, wait. Your, your knife closet hasn't just suddenly magically opened on its own because of a falling. What was it? Fishing rod? No, I'm yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've I all been there. It's very common like, occurrence. Like you're trying to death proof yourself. So you go to the cabin that has a knife closet. Right. Yes. <laughs> As you do. The Midwest is weird. <laughs> I don't really. <laughs> I mean, like, you've, you've all been in a situation where, like, you aren't, like, you don't, I guess you just don't think about something and you're like, trying to focus on other things and, like, stuff goes sideways. I don't know. I guess, to be fair, uh-huh. I did open a, one of the cupboards in the kitchen last night just trying to get a mug mm-hmm. and um, a water bottle that was on the top shelf that clearly okay. someone had put there and then closed both the doors so it wasn't like it was on the edge. Are you right subtweeting the lover was... right now? Is, did what? he just get sub? Are you subtweeting the lover right now? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I feel like he has the highest reach in your house. <laughs> That's better than opening your cupboard and finding somebody in your cupboard. Hey, you know Ooh. what? That's fair. That's a very fair Whoa. statement to make. <laughs> Whoa. Ooh. He's going right for our greatest fears, isn't he? <laughs> this is how you get pushed out of the cage. <laughs> the shark diving cage, Harold. Yeah, I liked yeah. it. All, uh, all I was getting is this, a water bottle came flying out and almost hit me in the face. So I guess I can't really judge the knife closet. Crazy things yeah. happen. Yeah, that that water bottle could have given you tetanus, and you survived it. So congratulations! Knocked a tooth out or something? You know, I'm not yeah. saying it would have killed me, but it could have ruined your day. Could have yeah. hurt. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So I, it's interesting. You were picking up on on Wes Craven, and I think that that's definitely there. I also was picking up on like whispers of Sam Raimi. Yeah. Um, especially when things start getting really kooky. Mm-hmm. I also think there isn't an over-reliance on 
CGI, which is great because this era of CGI was terrible. So I think favoring implied violence over CGI is actually much better. We get like real blood sprays. We get real like uh, squib action. All that kind of stuff allows this movie, though it's in some ways such a time capsule, especially like Mars said around the fashions. Like there is the sort of like pseudo bowling shirt meets Domino's uniform. You remember that era <laughs> of dudes? Yeah, like like that guy definitely had like a bad boys club underneath that button up. You know, it oh, yeah. is. It is so, so, so indicative of that era of fashion that I was both delighted and horrified because it was so accurate <laughs> and a hundred percent like every like every dude at my school had that outfit on. So, I mean, it was kind of fun. Like when you're all laughing about Stifler, but like that was a brand of dude in that era. That did not look inaccurate to me. Yeah. Accurate. Yeah, verisimilitude is what I'm saying. Like, that is on brand for a very particular type of guy. Yeah, like, he was definitely listening to, like, an Ice Cube album and, like, not realizing (laughs) how critical it was of him. Yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, But, yeah, so I think a lot of that allows us to, for it to age well, visually. Um, I was looking up to see what else James... Wong did and he did the Dragon Ball Z live action film Uh, and then did some TV (laughs) which feels correct but I mean I do think that this is like pretty um, like well directed and I do think that there is some visual flair I do think you know the places where there are CGI like the plane haven't aged as well but that scene is actually pretty well directed and pretty upsetting yeah i don't know when the girl's being pulled out of the plane all that stuff looks pretty great it actually looks pretty great so and very upsetting very upsetting so so yeah the plane explosion shot is one of my favorites my absolute mm-hmm. favorites because it's a background element yes that is only, so cool the only thing that we really have to draw our attention to it is sean william scott looking out the window i don't know i just i love that they didn't make it like a focal point and i right. just have always loved the way that they uh do that explosion scene like to this day mm-hmm. i still it's one of my favorite shot. it is my absolute favorite shot in this movie is that scene oh, yeah nice. the glass effect is really good too like yeah. when the glass explodes like i i was like oh there i could see sort of the shot composition and like how you could have it blow up in the back i was not expecting the glass to blow out as well yeah and I, and I think that really works and is really is like a cool practical effect. So yeah, I think visually this movie looks pretty great. Pretty great. All right, so let's get our scores. Marzi, visual. Eight. All right. Justin, visual. Or wait, hold on. Mars, visual. He just I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm committing to the bit. No. Oh. Justin. I got it. Thank you. <laughs> See, this is why you're actually my best friend. Justin, visual, score. Oh, I give it a nine. Nice. All right. Lerald. I also gave it nine. All right. I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it another eight. Let's give it a nice eight. Okay. Audio. Let's talk about these performances, music, sound design, etc. cetera. Lair- uh, Marzi. Um, 
I mean, I feel like I'm coming at this at such a bias because, like, I loved That's Devin okay. Sawa in this, yeah. you know, like, I loved Idle Hands. And even, I think it's, like, it's SLC Punk, right? Where he plays the drug dealer who ran through the sprinklers and all of the drugs soaked in through his thigh. Do you know what I'm talking about? What? I... Was he an SLC punk? Yeah, he was the drug dealer, and he was running from cops. This was, like, uh, the story, the lore. And so when they go to find him, he's, like, just constantly, like, he's just, it's broke his brain. But the story was that he was running from the cops, and he was running across a football field, and the sprinklers came on, and it dissolved the drugs in his pocket, and it soaked into his bloodstream and, like, forever changed him. So when they go to visit him, he thinks that, like, everything's covered in water. So he's, like, crouched on an overturned, like, uh, bucket, and just, like, there's water everywhere, man. Like... I mean, it's been a really long time, but I'm looking at the cast of SLC Punk, and it is wild. Yeah. Jason Siegel was in this? Yeah. Francis Capra is in this, who, unless you are obsessed with Veronica Mars, don't care about, but to me is very exciting because I'm obsessed with Veronica Mars. Who is he in Veronica Mars? I love Veronica Mars. He is, um, oh God, what is his name? He's the, like, the gang member. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. A- uh, Weevil. He's Weevil. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I haven't seen this movie in a million years. Maybe I need to revisit this. Have you ever? <laughs> Sorry, um, go ahead. But, yeah, as far as uh, performance performances go, I mean, I think, honestly, I think they're pretty standard for mm-hmm. that era. You know, like, there's a lot of really dramatic kind of, like, uh, just really kind of I don't want to be mean but kind of overacting on Clear River's part where she's just broody you know mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. there's there but it was oh, no Mars. the way that's how I feel I get feel em. that there was get a little <laughs> it was a little bit too much of Clear just being so moody all the time and I mean but I love Devin Sawa's acting and everything mm-hmm. but I might be biased and I seen I don't know if I'm going to say his name right. Kerr Smith? Yep. Kerr Smith? Yeah. I, it's, I, I always forget, because I'm so used to him in Dawson's Creek, that I always forget that he's such an asshole in this movie. <laughs> you know? And so to see him be an asshole is so different. But, you know, I don't know. I I, I mean, I just... other Clear kind of bothers me. I'm going to be honest. Like, I just... I just don't know if I'm on board with that whole, like, moody. I have a... I have a secret dark past. Where are my parents? I don't even know. I weld. You know, that I kind of... <laughs> Who weld? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> you know, and her whole thing where she's like, this one's you. Not a physical representation, but it's how I see you kind of thing that kind of is like, yeah, but I mean, it was... It was that time period where that was the character that was in every movie, you know? But... yeah. I don't know. I'm not trying to trash on anything because I do love this movie a lot, but I just like, I don't know. I can't. I've never been on board with Clear Rivers, really. No, she's like goth pick. What is it? Goth manic dream? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, what is. Tell me some characteristics about her. Like, who is she other than girl? What is her character? Yeah. Like, but like, tell me something about her personality other than girl welder yeah that's not a personality trait it Uh, has to be because that's all there is exactly end of list so i'm gonna guess that a twilight fan would say (laughs) that's a personality (laughs) thumbs up 
I don't know. Like we were kind of talking. Like uh, the lover watched it with me again last night, so I could refresh my my opinions and my thoughts on this. And we were talking about that kind of like that era music because there is one of those songs in the where it's just sort of like the moody girl chanting song, you know, where it's just the girl mm-hmm. being like, "I have so many feelings and I like to wear all black. This is my choker and my combat boots." Ask me what my feelings are. You can read my poetry. It's all haikus. You know, like that kind of music. And that well, kind that of has to clear. be your your new like theme song for the show, right? That, <laughs> that was, was an, actually amazing. That Mar- <laughs> Ariel, isolate that. I need to make a ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of like that's all really clear. Rivers was was she was just like the I have so many feelings and I like to wear maxi skirts and I'm a welder girl. So I don't know. That's kind of my biggest criticism of this movie is I'm not totally on board with Claire Rivers' character. They just didn't give her much. Fair. You know, they I just think, gave yeah. her like like a, a theme, but they didn't really give her a personality. Yeah. It's like the 2000s do Ali Sheedy's character from The Breakfast Club. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's not great. I mean, she's beautiful. I know, Larry. I know, I know, I know. She gave you all the boners. But like as a written character, it's pretty. And as like our sole surviving female, like both of the female characters in this are deeply, deeply underwritten. Deeply underwritten. Um, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Justin, let's talk about the uh, audio thoughts i mean i feel like a lot of it's been talked about already um but there is one thing i'm not ever really a huge fan of and it is the overacting in 90s movies um so i i I do think there are like some standouts i i mean i think devon sawa was great but also like overacted in a weird way but it didn't i don't i didn't find it to like hinder his performance um, and I, I, I'm always down for Tony Todd. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. The, it's the sultry voice and mm-hmm, he, he's got, mm-hmm. he's got chops. Okay. Um, I mean, other than that though, I don't have much because I don't really like nineties, like overacting, especially in movies like this. Um, yeah. And I mean, the soundtrack was, I, is a lot more like alt goth rock, it maybe not even really, uh, which is not my cup OT. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I feel bad because I know everybody like like loves '90s acting, but I do. I'm not a huge fan of it because I feel like it was all very much like over the top and like everything has to be like shoved in your face and like. I don't, and I agree. I I do think that um, the uh, the survival girl with the heart, the hidden past, but just what I I don't know. I don't think it was like played out very well here. I don't know. Coward. That's just me. Yeah, I'm not a coward. I'm telling you how I feel. If I was a coward, wow. like, If I was a coward, I'd be like, you know what? It was amazing. <laughs> wow. I will. I do want to say. I think the my. A positive is that it comes with a negative because he was underutilized. I do love Sean William Scott's character, though. And I 
I know that it is overacting or whatever, but I just love how the whole movie, he's just like, you're going the speed limit, right? Everybody's wearing seatbelts. Are we, did you, are your headlights? Like I took a test earlier today. How do you, you know, like, and it was kind of a nice comedic character break, but they just didn't use him enough. And the fact that he just, the poor guy for most of the movie was just going about his business and he just kept popping up at the wrong, you know, like he just happened to be riding his bike. Riding his bike. (laughs) He was just riding his bike to get some groceries and just, wrong place wrong time over and over again for most of this movie and i think it's kind of funny but you know and i liked i like his like kind of like he was the most anxious out of all of them it seemed even though you know devin sawa figures out the death's plan thing and tries to murder proof the cabin and whatnot but poor fucking well sean william scott is like i just wanted an ice cream and then he just almost gets hit by like three cars you know, like <laughs> yeah. he was living the day that I live every day where I'm like, hope, hope this turns out well. Just wanted to do something simple with my day. Just wanted to go for a bike ride. And then I drove, rode past my uh, teacher's house that exploded. You know, like, poor guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I think he is an unsung hero in this. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you can feel there is a particular star power that he has. In that this character, as performed by someone else, would be such a throwaway because the he every bit of there there is brought by the performance and is not on the page. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Lerald, did you already talk? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> did you talk? I don't know. I've been looking at pictures of Betty Davis. I'm drunk. I don't know what I'm oh, doing no. anymore. <laughs> No, I, I. She's just so pretty. I don't know. Larry, <laughs> weigh in. I, I would just like to start by defending the Ali Sheedy. All right, we of get it. World. You got boners about Ali. Got it. No, you want to <laughs> insert. We got I, it. <laughs> I Claire Rivers is my favorite character in the whole Found Destination franchise. Jesus Christ, Larry, and I. <laughs> And I just vehemently disagree that all that she is is welder and goth girl. Like, I think it would be wrong to say that about Stokely and the faculty. I think it would be wrong to say about Ali Sheedy in um, Breakfast Club. I, I've always Who loved- Who said either of those things? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. I think they're all of, of the same uh, vein. And I I think wow. that there's more all to her. All like Larry. Okay. Great. Wow. Wow. And I uh, no, I, I I do really love Allie Larder in this. Um, I I don't know, like that's like I don't know. I I, I like that she is kind of willing to go there with Devin Sawa when no one else really is, but she still like has like her reservations and doubts. I like that because obviously there's no like final girl like run right through the bodies, but she's the one who has to go through like the final gauntlet. Um, and and, and I, I think it's kind of cool because it's, it's her house and it kind of goes sideways on her. Uh, I don't know. I, I, Ali Larder is my favorite character in Found Destination. And the last thing is I think Devin Sawa's performance is kind of eh in this personally. Interesting. I, Interesting. I think with just with some of like the overacting and stuff, the person who I feel that with is him. I don't feel with Kerr. I don't feel with Sean William Scott. I certainly don't feel with Ali Larder. There's like certain, there's certain situations with him that like just don't resonate with me. 
particularly the house sequence you guys were kind of talking about. There's like stuff in there. And when he's going back for the teacher, just stuff like that. Fair enough. Counterpoint. <laughs> he's the best part of this. <laughs> <laughs> I actually found like the situation is insane. And I appreciate the camp of his performance. Like, especially when he's in the murder cabin and he's just like on the edge of a mental break and he's like, <laughs> oh, fish hook, you're not going right, to get right. me. Like, Tetanus, I actually, yeah. yeah, I mean, because I think you would be so crazed at that point. I think he brings a a levity and a, fu- a, a sense of fun to the characterization of this character. Like, I think... It could easily go in because he's also sort of being pursued by the FBI into like weird um, like trench coat mafia territory. Like he could go super emo and dark and misunderstood. And instead he's like very boy next door in an insane scenario. And I think that that works. It adds an element of humor and like I said, camp to it. But the issue with Ellie Larder is not her performance. It's not that she's not a talented actor. I think she is falls into a particular set of acceptable female character buckets that were provided to us in the 2000s. And I think it it resonates differently for women who have to see themselves re- represented by three or four different kind of characters who are all ultimately either fuckable or unfuckable. And she's sort of like goth girl fuckable. That's not her fault. That is a societal and systemic and... Hollywood problem. She's great. I'm sure if you like her and you enjoy her performance and you enjoy her character, then that's great. I don't want to take that away from you. For me, it's just that I've seen that character played out multiple times. Maybe if in the end, her character wasn't like, her character is so defined by her connection to this other character that what she feels is not even her own feelings. It's his feelings. And when she finally has her action scene, she's very much not someone who's self-rescuing as opposed to she like someone has to sacrifice themselves for her to survive. Presumably we don't know what happens in the minutes after. Maybe you guys do. I don't know if this picks up right after, but like the point is she kind of, she has sort of some elements of being like a sort of feminist character, but it's undercut by the fact that she really just sort of exists as like the female who he has to rescue and is worthy of like rescuing because she's ultimately very fuckable. I don't know. There's a lot of complicated stuff around this. That being said, if you liked it, Larry, good for you. I'm like genuinely happy you enjoyed her. Um, What was I going with this? Audio. Performances. Yes. (laughs) Devin Sawa worked for me. I liked it. I think across the board, it's very much uh, of its era, but elevated over some of the other things we saw at this time. So I liked the performances. I'm drunk. Okay. So (laughs) scores. Marcy. I mean, I have no idea if I'm even making sense at this point. Am I? I I just rambling. The only thing I was going to say is I, I fully see your point. Okay, cool. Look at us on the same page. Yeah. And now we've got to get you, now we've got to get you there on Twilight. We were doing so well. <laughs> we were doing so well. And you're just like, here's the bur- bridge. Burn, baby, burn. <laughs> Mars, what's your score for audio? Seven. 
Justin, it's a tough what seven is your... to give, but yeah, I know, I know that hurt. But you're, I appreciate your intellectual honesty. That's not a word, <laughs> honesty. Justin, what's your score? Uh, I'm actually gonna be a little harsher on this and say five and a half. Perfect. All right, Larold. I'd give it an eight and a half. I like this movie a lot. I I like the soundtrack. I like the acting, and I love Allie Water. Fair. I'm gonna give it for. <laughs> future Delph Sawa an eight. Seriously, like and Chucky, he's so like... fucking sexy now. Jesus Christ! Yeah. I know he really grew into himself. <laughs> oh, listen, also... apparently by the sounds of things, he can grow into a couple other things too. Okay. <laughs> yep. And it is l- no, nope. I didn't say no, it. Yes, I'm very proud it. of myself. Say it, say cut, that, cut that. Cut nope. that. Cut that. Cut no, that. Cut that. Don't. No. Nope. Say it. I was going to say literally any hour of five. But anyway, that doesn't matter. Jesus Mars. <laughs> Leave that in. Ariel. Leave it in. Cut it. Ariel, cut it. Ariel, cut, cut, that, cut, that, cut, that, Ariel. cut that. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. Ariel. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'll, I'll leave it up to your editorial discretion. All, all I'm saying is, you know, if you're going to say, you got you to gotta live by it, right? Yeah. Because Justin has got to go, let's lightning round scary. I'm just going to cut straight to the scores. What do you guys think about that? Are you down? Yeah, absolutely. You're the boss. We follow your lead. If you want to give an explanation for your score, let's not, let's just, let's cut it to one round. So Mars, I want to know scariness. You can, you can explain, but give your score. 10, because the world is scary. (laughs) Accurate. Justin, what is your scariness score? Um, I'm hmm, a solid seven. All right, quit bragging. Just, uh, Lerald, what is your scariness score? I actually also give it a 10 because this, like, similar to when I did Jaws and I gave that a 10 for how scary and similar to arachnophobia, like, I'm afraid of flying, and it's literally because of this film. So, 10. Got Fair. So, for me, I would say, like, because I need to have room for this to escalate in the future films, I'm not going to give it a 10. But I was deeply uncomfortable watching this movie deeply deeply like this movie i had a visceral reaction to the slow build to a death even though they weren't always super gory getting there was so excruciating that i gotta give this thing a nine oh rage the the journey gonna get so much that's why i mean here's the thing should i say eight so that i have room to grow i think maybe eight. that's why i kind of went with my scores because i know what's coming and i know things i don't get upsetting like (laughs) okay i'm gonna say nine because i still have nine and a half and ten right so nine okay all right awesome so larry where does this one land do the maths. Yes. So to review the scores uh, for plot, I gave it a nine. Justin gave it an eight. Rachel gave it an eight. Mars gave it a 10. For cinematography, Justin, I gave it nines. Rachel and Mars gave it eights. For audio, I gave it eight and a half. Justin gave it a five and a half. Rachel gave it an eight. And Mars gave it a seven. And for how scary, Mars and I gave it tens. Justin <laughs> gave it a seven. And Rachel gave it a nine. That gives it a Stream Queens Cross Here's Johnny score of an 84. And then if we come over to our master rankings, obviously it is uh, the first in the Final Destination review series we're doing. But in the master ranks, it's in second. The only thing above it is OG Hellraiser with an 87. Whoa! (laughs) And right below it is OG Saw with a 79. I mean, I think that's fair. Yeah. 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 That works for me. 
I accept. Awesome. Numbers don't Well, lie. there you have it. Now, Marzi, we have one more request from you before we wrap this up. If you were going to watch this for the millionth time, what adult beverage would you pair with it? And boys, I'm going to ask you too. So think about it while she comes up with something. Wine in a mug. A, because that's <laughs> what I was drinking. Yeah. <laughs> but also, because the teacher with her mug, you know, I know she did vodka and ice. I would do vodka and ice in a mug. Never mind. Change my answer. On theme. On theme Love with it. movie. Mug right, is important, well, though. The mug is the key. The mug is the key. Because it's about a vibe, right? Yeah. 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 All right, fellas. Do you have um, a dissenting opinion or an additional opinion yeah, for what absolutely. should we drink? Uh, Wayne Gretzky whiskey. <laughs> every time. I walk in this every <laughs> goddamn time. I should have known when you were so ready. <laughs> All right. Awesome. So, Laryl, do you have an adult beverage that you would like to add to the list of things to pair with this film? Yeah, a four a loco. Chance? I would drink a four loco, <laughs> one of the original ones. And yes. it, it would be mainly to prepare myself for the shit that's to come because I I promise you this yes, is calm. Larry, Larry. This is calm. I, Rachel, you need to understand no. that it gets so fucking off the rails <laughs> and it starts with the next one. Like It's oh, amazing. God. It's so it good. It just goes. Have, and like you have to know that each one just goes up another level. It's just, it's a roller coaster. You just have to strap in and be like, well, I roller coaster it. foreshadowing. Let's, is there a roller coaster one? Is there no. one roller coasters for me? I don't no. believe that. No, Mars. <laughs> that feels like a lie. Mar- that feels like a falsehood. Definitely isn't. R.I.P. Disneyland. All right. <laughs> so. We do not have any email this week, but we love to hear from you. Do you have thoughts, feelings, suggestions, uh, favorite kill from the franchise? Can you spoil something for me so I can be prepared? Whatever the case may be, please drop us a line at rachel at zombiegirls.com. That's G-R-R-L-Z.com. You can also hang out on our Facebook page, or you can slide into the DMs and hang out with Ariel at ZG Podcasts. That's ZG Podcasts, plural, with an S at the end, on Instagram and Twitter. If you're enjoying the show, make us feel real special inside, all warm and fuzzy with a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you get your pods. And if you're looking for something else to spooky, oh my God, I'm fucking drunk, you guys. If you're <laughs> looking for something else spooky to watch oh, tonight, something, you no, already I like watched the first one better. If you're looking Ever for something looking else for the spooky. If you're looking for the spooky, you can check out our video on demand and streaming calendar at zombiegirls.com. Um, and then if you want to support us, there's a couple of ways you can do that. You can also buy some of our sweet, sweet merch at zombiegirls.com forward slash merch. we got some cool t-shirts, including the newest design for more deadly. Um, or you can join our Patreon, which <laughs> not to brag is pretty awesome at patreon.com forward slash zombiegirls where you get bonus episodes, extended episodes. You get to join the discord. You should join our Patreon. It is awesome. Like for instance, today we're going to do a little bonus final destination talk. We won't find out about Justin though, because he's got to go. Yeah. Sorry. I have um, to work and stuff. No worries, buddy. All right. Last plug, Justin and Larry, if people aren't already on the amazingness that is Here's Johnny, plug your show. Uh, before we do that, I added Found Destination to like, I always add like what we review to like our master list. And mm-hmm. I found it interesting. Found Destination is tied with 30 Days of Night and oh. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh, hmm. okay. That feels like good company. Yeah. I think that's stellar company. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, 
Justin and I, you can find our podcast at Here's Johnny Cast on Twitter. It's pretty much the only social media that we use, and we're not very good at it. Uh, Justin is at the underscore Justin Wood, and uh, I'm at Beaver LA, uh, but I really just kind of retweet sports stuff if I think about it, or wrestling. Uh, Blocked. <laughs> What's a cool upcoming episode that people can get hyped for? So we just did Sons of the Forest today. Yes. Special things coming up. We are going to be doing Evil Dead Rise, and Rachel's yes. going to join us for that. But we are going to be reviewing Sekiro. It's being forced upon us by one of our patrons. And I swear to God, it is the last Soulsborne game that will be played on the podcast. Until Elden Ring 2 comes out. Or I retire. all right awesome well everybody check out here's johnny (laughs) they're amazing i love them you can watch them get like fully domed by their patron every season it's great it's clearly his kink y'all are sex workers congratulations (laughs) is work as you know now now no all right so that just leaves our plan for the next episode and it is my turn to pick yeah marcy are you ready to watch the 1989 classic Lisa? Yes. Yes. Oh my yeah. gosh. I forgot we talked about this. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. So this is on prime video for everybody who is hopefully playing along. And um, there is a synopsis, but it is so spoilery. I wrote my own and it is one sentence long. So don't get impressed. All right. Lisa is a teenage girl who likes prank calling older men. But one time she prank calls the wrong one. Da, da, da. Da, da, da. So this I'm is a movie. I'm so glad. I don't and here's the thing. I don't know if it's gonna hold up, but when I was like 13, this was like the best. So so this is gonna be a revisit for me and a first watch for you, correct? Yes. All right. Oh, I'm see. so excited. I forgot we talked about this. Yes. <laughs> so everybody watch Lisa on Prime Video, and we will be talking about it on the next episode. Marzi, for those people who are not cool and a part of our Patreon, this is it for them. Take us out. So thanks, everybody. If you are coming back, we really, really appreciate it. Stick around because we're going to do some really cool movies and then also some Final Destination, which are also really cool movies. But I'm very excited for the rest of the Final Destination season. So please come back. Thank you for sticking around and listening to our nonsense. It was a ton of fun. And uh, good night, folks. Watch Bye, Twilight. Everybody. Don't watch Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks everybody for listening and to Mars for always being willing to geek out about horror movies with me. Production on this episode was done by yours truly and edited by Ariel Messman Rucker. And our theme song for this show is Die Historic by Three Chain Links. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the extended episode. We are down a Justin. We are down a Justin, but the rest of Usually the team remains strong. Out. I know. What's going on? What's I happening up the cool Canada? Kids. Well, vampires don't sleep. Night. Oh, God. Really, Larry? We just had this, like, <laughs> deep heart-to-heart. <laughs> this was just right there. I, I just I just watched it. I just We connected it. like humans human to human, friend to friend, like vampire to werewolf. <sighs> okay, I need to be honest. I have opened my third surge in the yeah. course of this evening. You've driven her to drink, Larry. Are you I'll happy? You and I'm going to have to be completely honest. Yes. I've never read a Twilight book. 
I oh, I you should on, do it. No, Amazon, you should not. <laughs> you know how on Amazon you can read like the preview or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So read I too start, much. I read one of those once, and I was like, no, this is not for me. So I Correct. didn't read the books. It's so bad. She gets the thing that blows my mind. Did, did you either of you read Fifty Shades of Grey? I also did that on Amazon where I read the preview and I was like, nope, not for me. This is not I honestly for me. can't remember if I read it or not. So I think I've probably heard, not. Because I've never read it, but I've heard that it is a worse written than what Twilight is. Oh, it's and bad. that's hard for me to wrap my head around. It's bad. Have you, have you ever seen the video of Gilbert Gottfried reading it? No. Oh, I'm gonna send it to you. Not not for the watching listening right now, but yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think that's the only way. Like if he did an audiobook form, maybe I would do it then. But he's like, you know, Gilbert Gottfrieding it. <laughs> yeah. And that's like the one thing it's like, especially as I'm doing it, like, yes, every character sucks, but it's like the writing is so like no wonder the movie is as shit as it is. Like, what could they have to work with? I don't know. Yeah, Larry. I just well, want to say you are voluntarily reading this, right? You know, <laughs> you know that, like, you know, you can stop at any time. I just gotta hold. The you skin. don't actually. That's that's a that is a logical fallacy. As a debater, <laughs> you should know better. You're I don't not know. Wrong. I have to. I have to. I have to admit that I understand the co- the completionist mentality because I'm the same way. It's hard Even if it's. Even if it's a struggle and it's painful, it's like, yeah, but I gotta know. I gotta know. Oh my god, I'm I such a I gotta know quitter. in my heart that I have followed <laughs> this through to the end. Yeah. I think I probably finish one out of four books that I start. Oh, every book. I finish every book. Every book. I do not. Even if I hate it. That's why yeah, like, I do not. There have been two books in my life I haven't been able to finish. One was Moby Dick, and I finished that by doing an audiobook and copped out. The other one was Infinite Jest because I was trying to be a pretentious asshole. Ugh. And I got like 200 pages into it. It's like, I can't do it. That's the only other book I've ever like put on. And you know how I've... good you felt when you quit both of those? You could feel that way all the time. <laughs> 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 what did you quit, Mars? I haven't. I fully ever? read cover to cover a dinosaur encyclopedia once. The ultimate complete dinosaur encyclopedia. See, that would make, if I couldn't That's stop, awesome. I wouldn't open a book. Because <laughs> I'm not getting trapped. <laughs> I will I chew have, okay, I my I have... metaphorical foot off and get the fuck out of every book <laughs> I'm not having a good time with. I have quit TV series before. When it good. just sort of gets to that point where you're like, yes. I don't. Yeah. I've quit TV series too. Yeah. If it stops sparking joy, get the fuck out. What are you, you doing? You mentioned Walking Dead. I quit Walking Dead after season two. Correct. That was the move. I haven't like, watched I... Shameless since Fiona left. Good. Look at you. Free. You're free <laughs> to watch better shit. You know? Like, you gotta get out. You gotta get out. And I say, Larry, I understand. You've invested some time. But there, this, hours. the best time to quit is right now. <laughs> right now. This is literally the best time you could possibly decide to quit. Right fucking now. <laughs> Finish bounce, it. Bounce. Bounce. There's bounce, a really bounce. sick part of me that wants to see what Edward's perspective was. I mean. Is there something wrong with me? Well, okay, you've seen so Twitter. Like, you know what patriarchy <laughs> looks like. You know what that bullshit is. 
Here's my question, though, is that are you going to follow this up with remember when they did the reversal books? That's what I'm talking about. Midnight Sun. Are you going to? Don't. That's the itch I'm trying to I'm trying to see if I want to scratch or not. I don't know. Do Do it. You realize right now that Rachel is the angel and I'm the devil on your shoulders, right? Like, yeah, this is a real reversal. Fun, this is usually. a real reversal for us, Mars. Usually, you're a force of good, and I'm like, nah. I know. <laughs> and I, I, I mentioned doing this uh, for the next book club, and no. I got threatened with a leash book. I guess. Oh, she. You're lucky if you just get leash. She will go what? if you make her read a Twilight book. <laughs> she, her entire life will be about getting revenge. But like I read, Sarah don't fucking play. I, I I read. Tell me I'm worthless, and I feel like I've got a pretty good like. Oh, you sweet summer child. <laughs> Spawned this, by the way, this Twilight thing. Larry being Larry. Oh, okay. so this was just unprovoked. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, this I is think, what right? they call on the internet. The kids call this a cell phone. Is <laughs> what you're seeing in real time? A cell. What? A, a cell phone. Oh, a cell. Okay, oh, I, I thought you said, said a cell phone. phone. I was like, oh, you were like, I Jesus am. Christ! <laughs> what, I was like, oh, like I what am. in the tele, like telegraph TikTok? Did you see that? <laughs> He's not going to unmute himself. We'll see. Oh, what is he like describing the yeah, end of this you movie? Just, you just ignore it. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> Nothing like important is happening is in like the chat. A, is this like a freedom of speech act that he's trying he, to pull on us? I mean. Here's a, he he's basically treating this podcast like he d- treats all of our group watches where he shows up but then like goes and does his own thing and thinks we're idiots like that's what's <laughs> happening. That's okay. Just means more airtime for us. It's fine. That it's was fine. one hell of a low blow there. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> oh. I was going to that shot out of the fire. Hey, on. <laughs> I love you, Larry. <laughs> It was horrible. Dude, that movie it's is garbage. She like terrible. stares at a window for what feels like 10 minutes and she has like no like emotions. And then Hey, that, we are not then the rest we of the are movie not happens and it gets even, case too hey, in this no, chat. But here's the thing. And then the rest of the movie happens and it somehow gets worse. Mm-hmm. The baseball scene is epic. No, it's not. I'm not I, I'm not I'm not American, no, not. so I don't really if they played hockey, maybe we can talk, but I mean, Larry, he's, he knows. He's no, he's full of shit. Like, I don't know why we're in. Well, let's stop. And I've been, here's the thing, you guys. You guys have been dealing with this for one day. I've been dealing with this for a week. Um, Rachel, I want to let you know I have been dealing with it for her just okay. as long. All right. Mars, you're the, the one who had the least uh, exposure to this insanity. That's why, like, my patience is at a zero. <laughs> I opened the, the Discord and I was like, I missed something. Because it was just all of the Twilight <laughs> and, yeah. and I was like, huh, I should uh, check in more often with these guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do not leave him unsupervised. Look what happened. But I did find all of Twilight on the Internet Archive available online for free. Do you guys want the link? So anyway, let's move <laughs> on. <laughs> I have I, this. This conversation has run its course. We're, we've had enough of this. We're moving forward. <laughs> oh. All right. Mars, I haven't heard your voice in so long. I miss you. 
I miss you. Sorry, I have such a low energy level right now. I'm trying. I've got a, I've got a white claw. It'll pet me up, I hope. Yeah. I know. I just pounded a coffee because I like me too. Like I was saying before we started, I was like, I could lay down and go to sleep right now. Why am I so fucking tired? And I think um, it was just a stinky, crummy week. I am wired. I just had a good two hour movie sesh. Cool. Uh, <laughs> well, way to bring the energy down, Larry. <laughs> yeah. I have high energy. I don't know what's being discussed yeah, right now. Because you're an energy fucking vampire. <laughs> like every no, time we try I'm to like. Colin I- Robinson. He is yeah. Colin Robinson. Yeah. <laughs> you are you are pulling a full Colin Robinson, <laughs> which you probably wouldn't understand because you haven't watched that show. I have seen enough of the first. He's the 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 bum one, right? Like the one who's like super like just drains the energy out of the room. Yes. I mean, I think you might have been able to pull that together with the context clues, but you are correct. <laughs> and you guys are just like angry with each other, and I love it. I'm. Here. I'm not. Do I seem been, angry? I'm not angry. Any anger for me? No, no, no. Oh. More. I guess. Uh, Rachel spicy. has had some animos animus towards me, and I'm not sure what I did. First of all, don't tell me how I feel. <laughs> Secondly, <laughs> if I did have animus, you know exactly why. <laughs> it's because you've been harassing me for a week and I'm tired. <laughs> but no, I'm not I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I'm just like I'm I think what I'm you're not you're, mad, the energy you're, you're getting is I'm done with this joke. <laughs> so I, th- I think what what's what's really happening is you're not mad. You're just disappointed. I am a little disappointed. Yeah. I mean, like, like Larry read me the riot act for liking the character of Misty on Yellow Jackets. And now he's watched like hours of Twilight and it's like, no, I like it. It's good. The gender politics are A plus. I only watched it's romantic. I only watched two hours of Twilight and it was for the lulls. I have been read like 45 hours though of Twilight with 20 more coming. You're right. I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you got me, Lerald. 